This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Friday, October 29th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Disgraced former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, has been charged over the alleged groping of a former aide. Andrew Cuomo may be headed to jail. That could be the penalty. We will have all of the details for you. And Joe Biden is planning on making millionaires out of illegal immigrants who cross our border and commit crimes by doing so. You're going to pay for all of it. We'll tell you how. Ron Klan, the White House chief of staff, has seemingly admitted that there is going to be a second Trump administration in a shocking tweet. And Ron DeSantis sues the Biden administration over vaccine mandates for federal contractors in Florida. We are in Florida. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a father, I'm a family man, I have one child and another baby on the way, and I want to make sure that their future is secure. That's why looking at the current political landscape really scares the hell out of me. I see Democrats spending like drunken sailors, and that's an insult to all alcoholics in the Navy. These people don't know when to stop. They want to print another $3 trillion, hot off the presses, make money out of nothing. And that's just not how not how the world works, frankly, guys. We are probably going to be hitting some major hyperinflation. That's why I diversify for my family into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold is the company that I trust with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard earnings. To find out more about how you can protect your future with Birch Gold, please text Benny to 989898. That's Benny to 989898. Protect your future. These people are absolutely insane. They are absolutely monstrous. They clearly don't care about you. They clearly don't care about your country. And the time is now to invest wisely. Andrew Cuomo probably wishes he had invested a little more wisely in uh, the decisions he made in the past, in the way that he treated his staff, in the way that he treated the people around him. And we're not just talking about shoving thousands of grannies into nursing homes to die at his own hand. This man absolutely knew the risks that were going on inside of these nursing homes, yet he kept shoving COVID-positive patients into them, putting the most vulnerable population in our country at risk. They died by the thousands, and he covered it up. I just wanted to start today by saying he covered that up. We're going to talk today about how Andrew Cuomo is probably going to jail for another heinous crime, for abusing and sexually assaulting his staffers and at least a dozen other women. That's grotesque. However, I must start by saying the true most horrific crime in the dossier of Andrew Cuomo and his reign of terror in the state of New York is indeed the thousands of elderly people who 
didn't need to die, but they are now dead. Granny died alone through COVID because Andrew Cuomo shoved the sickest and most infectious people with a disease that we know spreads like a virus and kills those who are immunocompromised, kills those who are in an elderly group population. Andrew Cuomo took the sickest, most infectious human beings with that virus and shoved them right next to George and Edna, living their life out peacefully inside of a New York nursing home. And when the workers at that home screamed and protested and said, how dare you, you are slaughtering the elderly in this state. You are killing these innocent old people. Andrew Cuomo laughed in their faces. Andrew Cuomo wrung his hands and said, fine, let them die. Drop dead, George and Edna. You've lived your entire life peacefully. You've paid your taxes. And now I, Andrew Cuomo, am going to make a decision, remorseless decision, to slaughter you and your cohort, and I'm going to cover it up. We know now that Andrew Cuomo covered up 12,000 nursing home deaths. 12,000 nursing home deaths. That's I grew up in a town of Shueyville, Iowa. 5,000 people in that town. It's twice the size of my hometown. Andrew Cuomo covered up those deaths. Preventable, they died at his hand and on his order. It cannot be stated enough what a duplicitous, moral, black hole this man is. But let's talk about the news of the day. Andrew Cuomo, disgraced and already resigned, now be re- may be resigning into a jail cell. Andrew Cuomo is charged with forcibly touching aid who claimed that he groped her breast two months after being pushed out by New York Attorney General Latita James, who is now campaigning for his job. She's now running for governor. Well, of course, that's exactly how the carousel works inside of these corrupt states. A criminal summons was filed for Andrew Cuomo in Albany City Court on Thursday. Cuomo is alleged to have touched Camiso. Uh, Camiso is the name of his uh, staffer. Her left breast for the purpose of degrading and gratifying his sexual desires, all contrary to the provisions of the statute. So essentially, obviously, that's illegal. It's, uh, that's a, um, a level one misdemeanor, uh, and it's illegal in the state of New York. The incident is alleged to have taken place on the second floor of the governor's executive mansion in Albany on December 7th, 2020, sometime between uh, 3 p.m. and 4 p.m., Uh, The complaint filed by the sheriff's department investigator said the evidence in the case is included uh, in BlackBerry messages, cell phone records, building security records, and text messages from Cuomo's mobile phone. So again, they wouldn't have filed these charges against him if they hadn't have known that they could really bring a criminal case. They know that this is a high-profile case, and unless they had him dead to rights, they wouldn't be coming down on Andrew Cuomo like this. Uh, Camiso, which is the name of the woman who was assaulted by Cuomo, uh, was given, uh, has handed the evidence over uh, to the Attorney General for the investigation. She spoke on TV about the incident in November 2020, and she said this. I then felt, while taking the selfie, his hand go down my back onto my butt, 
and he started rubbing it. She says the second time was about 11 months later. And that's when he put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. I exactly remember looking down, seeing his hand, which is a large hand, thinking to myself, Oh my God. Cuomo is expected to surrender to authorities sometime next week and be arrested and booked, according to the New York Post. Uh, that is going to be quite a story. That's going to be uh, a real shocker there. You're going to see Andrew Cuomo actually in cuffs, actually surrendering uh, to law enforcement. Uh, we look forward to those photos indeed. Uh, CNN's Chris Cuomo, who has also come under fire for advising his brother during the scandal, uh, is the man who was writing Andrew Cuomo's press releases. That's right, Chris Cuomo, inside of New York State official documents, sitting there emailing and writing and trying to slander these women. His name appears four times in the 165-page report issued by New York Attorney General Letita James as one of several outside advisors who were regularly provided with confidential and often privileged information that impacted the governor, the governor despite having no formal role, duty, or obligation to the state. In the email, it was suggested that Andrew Cuomo says that sometimes I'm playful and make jokes. My only desire is to add some levity and banter to a very serious business. Okay, well, by molesting you. That's right. This is how we all, this is how we all uh, uh, you know, f figure ourselves out through molestation. Through being a sex pest. That's how we do it. Earlier this year, CNN said that Cuomo had acted inappropriately following the story that he participated in strategy calls with his brother's advisors. Uh, yet Qu Chris Cuomo is still on the air. CNN, which is, as we say oftentimes, a Democrat PR firm. Uh, it is simply a PR firm, and that is how it operates, and that is how their hosts operate. Their hosts can freely and openly collude with government officials against their victims who are women and keep their jobs at CNN. What a dumpster fire. It reminds us of the uh, most awkward moment that ever happened on CNN. That brings a, a great, great joy to us when uh, the CNN, the, the lowest IQ CNN bros, uh, Don Lamont and Chris Cuomo were doing their little handoff uh, between their shows uh, Chris Cuomo <laughs> didn't cover the scandal at all on his show. And Don Lamont was like, hey, love you, man. Okay, anyway, your brother is a piece of human garbage. Listen to this. And our thoughts have to go out to the families of these officers who took their own lives. I'm going to make my witness, as you say. And you make know your what? Witness. I love you, brother. I love you, D. Lemon. All right. This is Don Lemon tonight. The calls are getting louder and louder. This is what I'm talking about. Top Democrats from New York to the White House calling on Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. That in the wake of the bombshell report from the state's attorney general that alleges the governor sexually harassed 11 women, including state employees and a New York state trooper. Not a great time to be a member of the Cuomo family, getting roasted on your own network, hopefully getting fired from CNN. This will bring back all of the uh, skeletons from the closet back out for Chris Cuomo. He'll look even worse when his brother is in handcuffs and hopefully in jail. We'll see what happens there in New York. Coming up, we have a bombshell story about Joe Biden wanting to make millionaires out of illegal criminal migrants. 
with your tax dollars. And also the White House chief of staff endorsing a Trump second term. This is insane. I love this story. But first, it's fall out. It's autumn out. It's grilling season. We love that season in the Johnson household. We light the charcoal on fire and we slap red meat on the grill perfect weather out right now actually in Florida for grilling but where are you going to get your meat where are you going to get your meat you're going to stand in line at the grocery store you don't even know where that meat's from you don't even know if they're going to have anything at the grocery store these days under the Biden regime that is why we are so proud on this show to be endorsing good ranchers good ranchers is the number one way to make sure that you are supporting farmers and ranchers in America by buying their products Real, delicious, homegrown American beef and chicken, and it tastes so good off the grill. It sizzles. New York strip, T-bone steak, filet mignon. Guys, this is the way to go. Order Good Ranchers today and use the code Benny to get $20 off. That's the code Benny at checkout, and you'll get $20 off and free shipping. That box of delicious red American meat will show up on your door every single weekend, and you will love it. Order right now at GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny and eat like an American. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our next segment is about the desperation of the Biden administration, how the wheels are finally coming off, the ship is finally sinking to the bottom of the ocean, and nobody is stopping it. It is a time of extreme desperation. They are flailing, they are a wounded animal, and they just don't know what to do other than bite their master. It's not good. And the desperation is starting to really reek. The Biden administration is considering paying $450,000 payments to families separated at the border. What that means, let me uh, translate that headline. What it means is they're going to pay millions of dollars to criminals. Yes, it is criminal to cross our border illegally. It should be a human rights violation to drag your infant child across a border illegally. It is a dangerous place, the border. It is filled with human trafficking, sex trafficking, child trafficking. I have been to the border. I have spoken to the border agents. If you bring your child in that environment, you are not a good parent. I'm sorry. As a parent myself, it is my obligation to my creator to protect my child from the evils of this world and to make sure that they are safe. And if you are bringing your child on the perilous, crime-ridden, dangerous, horrific, filled with sex trafficking and child slavery, close to half of the young women who are brought up here engage in some type of form of slavery, sex slavery. If you are knowingly putting your daughter into that sort of an environment, you are a terrible parent. You are a wretched human being. You do not deserve payments. You deserve repudiation. Our laws as Americans say that you must be sent home. Our laws in America said that they had to separate the children from the parents because you didn't want the children living in the same communities. You don't know who these people are. You don't know who is being trafficked. We spoke with our own sources on the border. We know this happens. This happens every single day. It is a shocking number of children that are coming across the border because of policies like this. The Biden administration is now signaling that they are going to pay people 
make millionaires out of penniless immigrants that break our laws, come to our country criminally. It is amazing. Every single day you think it can't get worse. And, and, it, and it does. And at some point you, you wonder if there's troll. I mean, at some point you wonder if there's trolling. They're just attempting to elicit a reaction out, out of a country to enrage us so very much. It's like they want revolution. It's like this is what they're, they're aiming to poke and poke and prod and rip and tear at the foundations of this country uh, enough to evoke a reaction. It's really, really scary. This is the worst story I've seen, though, in a, in a while. The Biden administration is close to a deal with families separated at the border under Trump. According to a report, several agencies, including the Department of Justice, Homeland Security, and Health and Human Services, have been parties to a settlement discussion, according to people close to the talks uh, spoke with the Wall Street Journal. Some 940 affected families filed claims, and the ACLU has identified over 5,500 families so far uh, separated at the border. Let me uh, just give you a little bit of just a little bit of uh, history here. The reason that families are separated at the border is that they do not want the adults, who they don't know if they're their actual parents, because child sex trafficking and smuggling is a massive, massive business on our southern border because of our stupid immigration policies. They encourage child sex trafficking and smuggling, and part of the way to ensure that you stay in America and remain in America is if you bring a child with you. It is a malevolent system. It is a sickening system. It is a perverse system. Uh, the incentives are perverse, and they have found many times that the adult, so to speak, in the family unit is not actually the child's parent. And so this child is essentially being used, it's being smuggled. And so until they can sort that out, they separate the child and the parent, uh, quote unquote, parent, air quotes, parent, in order to identify whether the child uh, is indeed uh, uh, belonging to the, this adult. It's just a common decency thing, um, and, and it's something that makes a lot of sense, quite frankly, given that what would make the most sense is just to shut down illegal immigration, period, and not have to have these problems, because they're not our problems. These are problems of the third world, and you don't want them here. You do not want these issues here. You do not want human smuggling here. You do not want sex trafficking here. You don't want modern sex slavery here. You don't want indentured servitude here. Again, we don't want to import those types of evils into our country, yet here they are. And here the government is actually paying for them. This was a, uh, this was a policy under the Barack Obama administration. It's a policy under the Bush administration. Yet it is the Trump administration in which the uh, Joe Biden administration is going, going to go after and try and create a headline here um, by being party to this ridiculous lawsuit. All that the Trump administration was doing was enforcing the common sense laws on the books as they stand in our country that were enforced by multiple other presidents. You can go back and look through the photos. We published them uh, uh, years ago when this was blowing up. You can see the photos of Barack Obama putting children in cages. You can see the photos of Jed Johnson, who was the Department of Homeland Security chief under Barack Obama, walking through the cages and staring at the children in them. Where's that lawsuit? The sums in discussion are reportedly $1 million payouts per family or $450,000 per individual, potentially totaling $1 billion. The figures are subject to change. 
The lawyers representing the families are reportedly requesting at least $3.4 million per family. Unbelievable. The crux of many of the suits deals with the deep long-term mental health trauma and effects of being separated from their families being kept in How about the mental health trauma of being sex trafficked or smuggled? That's what these kind of laws are trying to prevent. How about the mental health trauma of the perilous trip from El Salvador or from Venezuela or from South America through Panama, through the, uh, through the Northern Triangle, through the Mexican desert. How about that? Where's that lawsuit? That has nothing to do with America. That has nothing to do with American laws. That has to do with human cruelty. And the cartels that control the Mexican border, they're taking advantage of that human cruelty and making billions of dollars off it. Now it looks like uh, the American government is going to hand uh, more billions uh, to, to criminals who break our laws because that is precisely what these families did. Regardless of who was treated in what way when they came to American soil, the stepping on American soil and not being a, 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 an American citizen, being a foreign alien, that's criminal. Now Joe Biden is going to pay the criminals millions of dollars. President Biden has agreed that family separation policy is a historic moral stain in our nation that must be remedied. Okay, well, where were you during the Barack Obama administration when Barack Obama was doing this? Uh, Deputy Director of the ACLU's Immigration Right Project and Negotiator told the journal, the remedy must include not only meaningful money compensation, but a pathway to remain in the country. Oh, wow. Well, look at that. There, oh, well, <laughs> if the country is such a, a moral stain, if there's such a moral stain in the country, why do you want to stay here? Wait a second. Why don't you just go to Canada? Why, why don't you keep going north? Why do you want to stay here? Cross the Arctic Circle into Russia. If this country has such a moral stain, this... this these kind of stories make my blood boil. The report added that lawyers hope to reach a deal by the end of November. Well, wonderful. Great. It's amazing how they do this stuff, you know, with as far away from an election as they possibly can. They are hoping that people don't, uh, you know, they're hoping that people don't remember this kind of stuff. This one's going to be bad. This one's not this one's not going to end well. Mitch McConnell tweeted out this story with just the simple word no. Uh, Mitch McConnell's a guy who I think it takes a lot to piss off. Um, he is obviously not for it. I'm seeing the story all over the place. This is going to tr- I mean it's truly it's it's like they're they're te- they're tempting people in this they're like good-hearted moral taxpayers in this country to just stop paying taxes and to just refuse to fund these people. I mean that's what they're going to get. Like they're going to get mass revolution in in the country. It it they, people are going to stop paying taxes. They are operationalizing the largest human slave trade in the modern world right now, uh, right here in America. The party of the uh, 1619 project. Yeah, great job, Democrats. Fantastic job. Man, it is hard to read news like that, especially at the end of the week. I cannot wait for our next segment. We have uh, some good news actually to share with you. Some very good news. End the show on a positive note. It's hard to read the news. It's hard to read the news and impossible to read the news if you don't have the right glasses. That's why I'm so glad that I have Better Spectacles. Better Spectacles is an amazing company that offers authentic German-engineered Rotenstock eyewear. And it's perfect for a guy like me who's staring at screens all day long. I stare at TV screens, iPhone screens, MacBook screens. I just look at screens all day and it can really hurt your eyes. That's why you need pros to take care of your two eyeballs. You only got two of them, guys. Take care of them. 
Rotenstock is a 144-year-old company and the world's gold standard with over 500 patents and a decade ahead of every other eyeglasses company on the market. They have these special spectacles that I use for near and intermediate vision. These are the kind of spectacles that help you when you're looking at a computer all day. I'm sure you are. Many people are. These computer spectacles from Rotenstock use an advanced algorithm with more than 2 million patents and featuring 7,000 points in the eye. The result is more energy, no neck strain, and allowing you to see up to 40% better. I use them myself, and the difference is stunning. Thank you, Better Spectacles. This helps me do this show every single day. Please go to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny now to schedule a teleoptical appointment. You don't even need to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% rate off their computer, plus free handcrafted German-made Rotenstock frames with every single order. Go now, betterspectacles.com backslash Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here is time for a little bit of good news. Let's end your week with a bit of good news. The Biden White House is all but declaring there will be a second Trump administration. Everybody wants Donald Trump back as president, including the chief of staff of Joe Biden's White House. That's right. Highest ranking official in Joe Biden's administration, the chief of staff, the man who is essentially president, right? Like, because Joe Biden isn't there. Joe Biden isn't alive. Joe Biden is a zombie just in time for Halloween. Ron Klain is his chief of staff, and Ron Klain set the political world on fire by retweeting a a tweet that essentially predicts and assures a second Trump administration. The tweet uh, said, in essence, that Democrats were failing so badly in Biden's administration that they might as well just assume there's going to be a second Trump administration. We've been asking for a long time on this show, does that make Donald Trump number 45 or number 47? Does that mean Donald Trump gets to be 45 and 47? What happens here? Does he just like jump numbers? Does it go from 45 to 46 and back to 45? We have questions. But I assume Joe Biden, if he was sentient, would have questions as to why his chief of staff is promoting a tweet that says this. Uh, I will read you the tweet now, and you will uh, sit there in shock like we were uh, uh, about the chief of staff of the White House uh, essentially promoting this idea. A bill that did nothing but establish universal pre-K, $500 billion in climate funding, and permanent child allowance kind of seems preferable to the emerging grab bag of ill-designed, underfunded programs that are all set to self-destruct during the second Trump administration. That is precisely what Ron Klain promoted, and you will notice there two things. One, uh, this is a direct attack at the Democratic Party that is in total and all-out civil war. Uh, Yesterday, Joe Biden went back up to the Hill, robotically wandered around the halls of Congress, got absolutely nothing done, declared victory, and is now jet-setting to Europe. (laughs) Uh, the progressive said, screw you, Joe, um, you know, you can drop dead. We are not going to be, uh, signing any of these bills, uh, with you. We don't uh, agree to the framework of the bill. Uh, and Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema were both on record as saying absolutely nothing. So the idea that Joe Biden can come out and claim success on his framework is laughable, and it's what's probably causing an enormous amount of frustration inside of the White House. This is why White House Chief of Staff is promoting a tweet, essentially bashing his own party, gutting his own party leadership, calling the current bill a grab bag of ill-designed, underfunded programs that are set to self-destruct in, and this is the most important part, 
the second Trump administration. So they don't even make an assumption there. It's not even Trump could run. It's that there will be a second Trump administration. Now, obviously, this Twitter user doesn't know that, but it's pretty shocking to watch the White House chief of staff essentially endorse the idea that we have an inevitable Donald Trump second administration in the wings right now. Although it'd be hard to really blame him, can you really name a single thing that's going well for Democrats? Can you name anything that has gotten better under Joe Biden's leadership in this country? You have a collapsed dollar, a collapsed economy, a collapsed border, collapsed security in our major cities, collapsed security inside of our schools. Democratic strongholds are collapsing. You have the mayor of McAllen, Texas, uh, which was a Democrat stronghold, now flipped to Republican. You have Senate seats inside of Connecticut flipping Republican. Connecticut, the state of Connecticut. Remember that place? Yeah, a Republican hasn't won there since the Revolutionary War. You do not have a great map right now, uh, as recent polling showed, 85 different congressional battleground seats are being led by Republicans on a generic ballot, and you have Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's approval rating collapsing faster than the Hindenburg directly into the Titanic. You don't have a really great outlook right now for Democrats, and this, this tweet really doesn't help anything, right? Jack Prasovic on Twitter said, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain just admitted that there will be a second Trump administration. Another Twitter user said, a second Trump administration is on the way. Biden administration Chief of Staff Ron Klain seems to think so. Man, the times we live in. So we spoke about this yesterday on the show. It's called Biden remorse syndrome. It's a phenomenon sweeping the country, but it's a phenomenon that is 100% fueled by Joe Biden reaching out and touching you. I mean, not really in the creepy Halloween sense, but well, quite literally in the creepy Halloween sense, Biden is reaching out and touching you, your family, your children. Terrifying to think but it's true when you open up your pocketbook and there's less cash in there when your dollars are worth less. Inflation, of course, is the highest tax anyone can pay. And when your eggs cost twice as much, when your gas costs twice as much, um, when the materials to build a home cost twice as much, it's really, that is truly something that affects everyone's lives. And when politics reaches out and actually affects your life, and when it stops becoming some ethereal thing that's spoken about in 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 cable news shows when the dorks uh you know are all talking about um, marginal uh, jet, debt to gdp ratios those kind of things don't really affect people a lot of people can just pass that by but when someone walks up to the gas station and puts the nozzle into their car and they look at the price and that's like the price of that that's like the, the cost of one of their paychecks then it suddenly becomes real especially if gas was just two bucks a gallon nationally a year ago, that suddenly becomes a thing that changes their lives. It affects them. And so people start to think differently. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It is precisely the effect that liberal policies have on your life, how they destroy absolutely everything that they touch. They ruin neighborhoods and cities and families and people. Truly, it makes these places worse. Go check out Detroit right now. 
LA, New York. How about Washington, D.C., where I used to live? It affected my life with my family, and we got up and we moved, and we moved to the free state of Florida. Thank God Florida exists. Thank God for Ron DeSantis, that Ron DeSantis exists, because there was a place for my family to go. We got up and moved with our feet. Millions of other people are are following in our footsteps. They did it this year, and the landing spot for many of them were, were red states, almost exclusively. It's places like Texas and Florida. We have an amazing story coming up about what Ron DeSantis is doing to push back on the Biden administration uh, through the state of Florida and suing the Biden administration for an unconstitutional vaccine mandate. But first, hey, guys, we live in tough times. We live in troubled times. We live in uncertain times, times when your very life savings may be at risk. Some of the insane policies being proposed, like snooping on our bank accounts for our transactions taxing unrealized capital gains. These people are insane. That's why you need to really be thoughtful about where you're putting your money. I'd like to present to you my friend Tika Tuwari. He's the editor of the independent financial research firm Palm Beach Research Group, and he's our go-to expert on everything crypto and Bitcoin. In 2003, he honed in on Apple when it was trading under $12, and in 2016, he picked Bitcoin. Man, guys, if you were investing with Tika, you would be a multimillionaire right now. You'd be rich. Well, he has a new investment, and he's more sure about this than anything. He believes that this is the investment of the decade, and now, while there are no guarantees in life, he believes that this will be a simple, best place for you to grow your money over the next 10 years of volatility. This is the type of opportunity that can change lives, like turning back the clock and buying shares of Microsoft in the 80s or Apple in 2000. Check out his presentation at nextcryptowave.com. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to nextcryptowave.com to see Tika's presentation on crypto. All right. Well, Ron DeSantis is acting like an American in the state of Florida, the free state of Florida. Ron DeSantis is making sure that it stays that way. Ron DeSantis has sued the Biden administration officially over the vaccine mandates for federal contractors. Ron DeSantis announced this yesterday. Let's uh, go ahead and play what the governor had to say. Uh, Today, the state of Florida has filed uh, another lawsuit against the Biden administration. This lawsuit challenges the Biden administration's order uh, imposing a vaccine mandate on federal contractors, which was uh, starting was going to apply on December 8th. And so just because you're a business that does that has federal contracts, it's not right for the federal government to come in and rewrite those contracts and then try to shoehorn this in. And then if you don't comply, so you either have to fire people or if you don't comply, they'll just cancel the contract entirely, even though this is something that you bid for and you won fair and square. Not the way, that's not the way we think business should be done. We don't think that they have the authority uh, to do that. But you are going to see, if, the, if we're not successful challenging this, you will absolutely see disruptions in the economy. Speaking at a news conference in Lakeland, Florida, the Attorney General Ashley Moody and Ron DeSantis both announced that the federal government is exceeding their power with the vaccine mandate in the state of Florida, and it'll affect jobs and businesses throughout the state. In Florida, we believe that these things are choices based on individual circumstances, DeSantis said. We do have a responsibility to stand up for for our authority here to govern ourselves and also to make sure that the constitutional system of ours isn't out of whack. Of course, DeSantis is a thousand percent correct there. This is how the framework was set up in this country. This country was set up in a way that you could 
essentially have self-rule. You did not have a very powerful federal government. What you had was a bunch of smaller, localized governments that made decisions that affected your life. And so when you went about your daily business, if you didn't like the way that you were being treated in one place or another, well, you got up and moved, right? That's exactly how Manifest Destiny happened. That's how the West was won. It's how people moved out of the cramped, rat-filled suburb, uh, rat-filled urban areas into suburban areas, actually the wilderness back in the day. But you're seeing that now where people are moving in mass from lockdown states, blue states, uh, states that have been crushed uh, by COVID regulations. I saw an interesting chart uh, just the other day about the fastest job growth in, in states across the country. And it, they're all red states. The fastest population growth in states across the country, they're all red states. Go check U-Haul. U-Haul is an interesting indicator uh, that shows the states which have the most inbound U-Hauls and the states that have the most outbound U-Hauls. You'd be shocked to find that the top 20 states with inbound U-Hauls, people renting a U-Haul truck and moving to them, are all red states. And people with the largest amount of outbound U-Hauls, well, you guessed it, are all blue states. That's the way that America was set up. Hey, man, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone, and we're just going to go about our daily lives. We're not going to harm anyone as long as we don't hurt anybody and anybody else. We're just going to be able to govern ourselves. With the expanse of the federal government, you lose that. You lose that under, you know, this undergirding core of what it means to be an American. And our uh, federal system right now is so wildly out of whack, as DeSantis says there. It is truly encroaching on what it means to be an American, to have the ability to provide for your family, to put bread on your table, to eat uh, and provide for your children. I mean, as a parent, it's just everyone should be horrified that the new rule is take your injections or don't eat. Truly, truly an attack on what it means to be an American. And if we don't solve this now, if we don't stand up to this now, there won't be an America because these are fundamental core issues. Honestly, there are a lot of things that are not core issues foundational to how this country functions. This is one of them. Ashley Moody said the mandate is unconstitutional and a gross abuse of power. The Biden administration's public health officials and some business leaders have said that the vaccine requirements are legal, prudent actions necessary to help the world emerge from a pandemic that killed uh, 700,000 Americans, 5 million people worldwide. Well, okay, well... If you actually wanted to prevent the next pandemic, maybe you should kick Dr. Fauci out of office. He's the guy who caused this last one. DeSantis said that the lawsuit is seeking a preliminary injunction to stop the mandate from being implemented in December. Just because you're a business that had federal contracts, not a right for federal government to come in and rewrite those contracts and then try to shoehorn this in. And then if you don't comply, so you either have to fire people or if you don't comply, they'll just cancel your contract entirely. Uh, This is not something that we're going to do in Florida, DeSantis says, uh, and it's not the way we think business should be done here. The Republican governor said that the mandate could also have an effect on current supply chain issues in the country. Well, Ron DeSantis has opened up Florida ports. uh, That's why we call him Ron DeSanta uh, around here on this show, Ron DeSanta-is. And a viral video from yesterday showed uh, from a helicopter showed uh, some very large container ships rerouting and actually uh, entering ports near Miami. That thing, that sucker went viral. I saw that all over my feed yesterday. 
So the supply chains are not going to be helped, obviously, by these vaccine mandates. It's going to attack the working core of our country. It's malevolent, it's evil, and it's designed to hurt people. It's designed to hurt people, ultimately, who don't have the right political opinions. It's designed to hurt people who don't vote the right way or have the right political thoughts in their head. That's who it's designed to hurt, the people who don't dutifully obey and comply with the federal government. It's aimed directly at you. But here's what they get wrong, ladies and gentlemen. They get wrong the will of the American people to resist against tyranny. We see it every single day. My wife and I went to a Luke Combs concert last night. He's a country music star. He's the country music artist of the year. He's got a ton of Grammys and a lot of uh, great songs. I mean, it's just like hit after hit. He's an incredibly talented artist. And we were in Orlando, and we just saw 30,000 people filling up a stadium where the Orlando Magic play. They're all maskless. They're all singing songs about how great America is and how great our culture is. All it takes is a small amount of patriots to stand up and say, no, we refuse, we don't comply, and you are not going to be destroying our country this way. We will not fund you, we will not support you, and we just refuse, right? It's the history of this country. There was only a third of Americans who actually fought in the Revolutionary War or supported the war at all. There were plenty of Americans who actually fought on behalf of the crown. They went and fought on behalf of, of England. And uh, all it took was a small, ragtag group of patriots to stand up to tyranny and to change the world forever. And that's what we're looking to do on this show. We want to stand up to tyranny. We want to give you the truth, the seeds, and the power to be informed, to make good decisions for your life, and to laugh a little bit, and to honestly make this country uh, a, a better place. We seek that desperately and uh, we fight back and that's what we do on this program my name is benny johnson and this is the benny show thanks for listening